What's up? What's up? Hello. Hi. Um, it's me, Annie. Welcome to a brief blip, a short form podcast for long term positivity. Um, this is like the shortest amount of time that I've gone between episodes in a hot minute. I'm excited to actually, I don't know, it's been like two weeks and now I'm doing another episode and I've been going like a month between. So I'm excited to, to be here. Um, I'm hoping my cat doesn't jump up on my desk. Um, I actually, I sat down to record. I have a wireless mouse here at my computer and my son has gotten tall enough that he can like sort of reach up and grab things off my desk and my mouse was gone and I had to go on a hunt. Um, he's definitely like a little sly fox. I've always said he's a little fox and he likes to hide things. So I had to go peep around his little hiding spots to find where he hid my mouse and it was buried in his toy box. So finally, finally found it. And now we're here. Um, I wanted to just say hi and check in. Um, I know I talked about on the last episode with Brandon, um, I had been kind of going through it. Um, I really was having a very, very, very difficult time with the transition out of my job with Cerebral and into my new job with, uh, with the bank. Um, I got a position as a construction loan specialist with Ameris Bank, and it's a hybrid position. So I'm working, you know, I'll work like a day or two from my home office and then three days um, in the actual office in, on location. Um, and that for me was just, there's the cat. Um, that for me was just such a jarring transition. Um, and it really, it really rocked me because, um, it just showed me that like, I wasn't as well as I thought I was, um, because the moment I stepped outside, like everything sort of crumbled and I got really down on myself and really thought, um, that I may never be as well as I wanted to be. And it was a really, really, really hard time. Um, you know, and I mentioned in that episode as well, like transparently, I had a relapse and I self-harmed for the first time in eight years. And I'm still kind of like, you know, having to move through processing that as well. Um, it's, it's not something that I'm like proud of at all. I'm really, really bummed that that happened. Um, but I've taken the time to sort of like reflect on it and, you know, I don't think it's a thing that I'm going to be going back to. And I want to, instead of focusing on the fact that a relapse, a relapse happened, I'm instead going to, you know, commend myself for the amount of time that I stayed strong. Eight years is a long time. And I think, you know, this time I could go nine years, 10 years. Um, because I have the tools in my kit now to to go that length of time. And I've seen, um, you know, with the revisit that it's not something that works. It's not something that's healthy. It's not something that um, is for me at this juncture in my life anymore. I've outgrown it as a coping mechanism, and it's not something that I need anymore. Um, so that was a silver lining that came out of it. So... Um, but I just, you know, I've always said with you guys that this is, I didn't want this to ever be just like a good vibes only kind of space. I'm always like incredibly transparent and I, I feel like it's very important to show all the ups and downs of everything. And it's been very, very, very down lately. Um, I was just kind of drowning is how it felt every day I woke up and for the first few weeks, 
I would wake up with good intention. I would wake up and say, okay, it's a new day, a new set of possibilities in front of me, you know, and just slowly as the day wore on, I just would get more and more and more and more doom and gloom. And it was like clockwork. And I feel like almost like a cartoon, like if you could see me at work, there was probably like a big black cloud above my cubicle of just like, I'm just radiating like doom and gloom. Um, And I would come home absolutely defeated every day um, and just collapse into the couch and and cry. Honestly, I like, I spent a lot of time like crying in the car on the way home. Um, And it's not, it's not even like that the job that I have now is like, difficult or that I'm struggling to learn it or any of that. It's, it's not, it's not that. Um, I think mostly what was happening is I was sort of swimming against the current and I was closing myself off rather than being open to what was happening and allowing it to move through me freely rather than accepting like, okay, this is my reality. Now I'm in this position. Let me open myself up to all the opportunities that's presenting with that. I had closed myself off and was very stuck in the mind frame of no, I want my old life back. Um, And I had my claws very deep in that mindset. And it just, it prolonged that whole experience. And it, it just held me underwater. Um, And it was not fun. I, had no energy. I was very, very depressed. I spent a lot of time in bed just being sad. And my, my husband is so gracious and so patient. I left him to death. He, he swooped in and I mean, because it's very obvious whenever your partner is, you know, he knows how to read me very well. So even, even on days where I'm like, it's fine, I don't want to talk about it, you know, and I'm just trying to like shut down because I just don't even have the spoons to, to engage with it and talk about why I'm in such a bad mood. Like, he can he can read that you know something is amiss something's wrong and he just immediately steps in and is like okay what do you need what can i do and marriage marriage is not always 50 50 sometimes it's 70 30 sometimes it's 60 40 and through this stretch you know he definitely was carrying more for the both of us while i like went through this period of like mourning and suffering and just transition and adjustment and trying to, you know, get a feel for this new life that I have and trying to, you know, the analogy that I drew, I think, I think I said it in the last episode, maybe not. I'll say it again, just in case, but I feel like, uh, you know, I was a house plant that was thriving and doing very well under a very, particular set of circumstances like I had a little UV light and pH balance water and I was on a schedule and like you know whatever and then I got replanted in a garden outside and immediately like started to shrivel up um and I had to get my roots down in the soil and settle into this outside dirt um and get get settled in it And through that process, my husband really like swooped in and was truly wonderful. And I cannot thank him enough. Um, Jordan, if you're listening to this, I love you. You're wonderful. Um, And, you know, I had a really great support system in my friends as well. Um, You know, so I'm very lucky in that aspect. 
I had a lot of people checking up on me and, you know, just seeing what they could do to help. Um, the unfortunate part is, you know, I'm a very stubborn person and it's contrary to my own advice a lot, but I tend to isolate, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to burden people with my problems. And I try to, I try to think myself out of it myself. Um, but I think I, I reached a point where I was like, okay, like I can't, like I'm drowning here by myself. And I, I did finally open up to my support systems and, and that made a world of difference. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, slowly started to come out of it. Um, and then like two days ago, um, I was, I don't know, I was sitting on the porch, just getting my outside time, sitting in the sun and nostalgia just was very thick in the air. Like you could almost reach out and touch it. And, uh, I was just thinking back, I was reflecting back on things that once were or things that could have been. And I was thinking back to the person that I used to be and the life that I used to have a long time ago before even cerebral, before I met Jordan, before, you know, I, I started my healing journey and all of that. When I was this little, almost feral, chaotic thing, just trying to figure out life with undiagnosed bipolar, just trying to like, in a fight for my life every day, trying to navigate life, you know, and, uh, I just, I just had a moment where I sat with her mentally and, uh, acknowledged her and the struggle that she had to go through. And then I sat with myself today as I am today and acknowledged how far she's come, how far I've come. Um, and it just kind of all hit me at once the same way it did the first time, whenever I made this podcast, like <clears throat> it just kind of hit me that I can choose happy. Just, just as plain as that. Um, that's how this whole podcast got started is this whole thing has been an exercise in choosing happy. Um, my life may not be where I want it to be necessarily, but it's a hell of a lot better than it used to be. And I'm a hell of a lot healthier than I used to be. Even despite not being where I want to be, there's still good to be had where I am. And I can still choose happy in this spot. I can still find happy things here. Um, and I think I just was, I don't know, it just all kind of became illuminated to me again. Um, I think I was slipping back down into the dark and allowing myself to wallow in this sort of sadness and despair, almost as a default. I used, I used to be that way a lot because it's, sadness is horrible, but it's predictable. It's comfortable almost because you know what to expect. Um, there's no surprises there. And I, I existed that way for so long that it almost was like welcoming to, to have that in my body and in my heart again. And I had to really like be honest with myself about that, that I'm, I'm kind of like egging this on. Um, I'm not that I wasn't doing anything to 
make my situation better. Um, and I have tools in my kit that can make my situation better. I can choose happy. I can, I can do things to improve my situation and my mental state and my well-being, even though I'm, I'm not exactly where I want to be, you know, on my road of life. Um, I can still spruce it up, you know? Um, and I just kind of, I don't know. I just kind of recommitted to choosing happy and it's been great. It's been so refreshing. I feel lighter. Um, I get so heavy all the time. My spirit, I just have such a heavy spirit. I think it's from the life that I've lived and the trauma that I carry around in me. I carry a lot of tragedy around in my body and my heart just from the life that I've lived and my spirit gets very heavy. Like my, my homework, my therapy homework this week was literally to laugh, like to find laughter and to laugh. Um, because I just get, I get so somber and so serious so often. Um, and in, in recommitting to choosing happy, I feel so much lighter. I feel like a weight has been lifted off of me and I'm giving myself permission to to feel that way and giving myself permission to allow happiness to exist again um, because I deserve that and you deserve that. We all deserve that. So I think that's why I wanted to come on here today is to say that whatever you're going through and whatever your position in life I hope that you can muster the energy to choose happy for yourself because you deserve that genuinely. You deserve happiness and you deserve wellness. And again, even if, even if your situation in life isn't exactly where you want it to be, maybe you've got things going on that bum you out or maybe, you know, your job isn't the best or you've got problems in your relationships or, you know, the normal everyday problems that people run into, I hope that you allow yourself the space to still choose happy. And I hope you allow your spa yourself space to exist with that and find happiness, even in the smallest of ways. I hope you take a second to listen to your favorite song. I hope you, I hope you buy that candy bar that you really want, you know? I hope you freely give compliments. I hope you love boldly. I hope you stop and smell the flowers because this life moves so quickly. It really does. And we deserve more than to just surrender our time to sadness, you know? And again, we're human, like we're going to have down times and there's a time and a place and, you know, there's, a, there's appropriate levels of sadness to be had. I think that that's normal, but it shouldn't be the default. You deserve wellness and you deserve happiness. Um... And I deserve it too. So 
this is me saying that I'm back and I'm going to try and be more regular with this. And this is again me um, in an exercise to choose happy. And I'm going to be here with you guys. And I'm going to um, try to recommit to this because it's something positive and it's something good that keeps my perspective on the upside. And it's a good way to connect with people. And I like hearing from you guys. Um, and I just... I just hope we all can choose happy. Going to pause for a quick ad break. If there's no ads, we'll be right back. Um, so I asked a question. Uh, let me get it pulled up. I asked a question on my Instagram um, last night and said, if there was anything you could tell your younger self, what would it be? Um, I should have had this pulled up already. I'm sorry. If there was one thing you could go back and tell your younger self, what would it be? Um, and I got some responses. Um, one says, don't chase sex to fill a void that can only be filled with love. Um, and I think that's a great answer, especially when you're young. Um, I think it's very easy to confuse sex and love. And I think it's very easy to get caught up in the idea of like, wanting to experience a lot of things, you know what I mean? Um, that fear of missing out. So you kind of like are filling a void with some of that. Um, I respect that answer a lot. Don't chase sex to fill a void that can only be filled with love. Um, love is important. Love matters. And once you find love and it resonates with you, I think it really changes you as a person. Um, I didn't, I don't know, I thought I knew what love was. And then I met my husband and I was like, oh, oh, this is love. Like, this is awesome. And it lifted me to new heights that I had never experienced. Love is so incredible. Um, I hope everyone experiences love. I really do. It's a very, very beautiful thing. So that's a good answer. Um, another one says, the attention won't help you find what you're looking for. Choose yourself. And I think this is a really good answer too. Um, I know so much of being young is like, sorry, my dog is barking outside. Um, so much of being young is building your identity. And like, I think it's natural, especially in the social media, like day and age of wanting that validation of like, I'm, you know, let me try this thing out and see what kind of response I get for it. And it's like a, it's like a instant feedback loop you know? Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, you've got you. Um, and you should always choose you, regardless of what anyone else thinks. Um, you should always prioritize you. And I think, I think that's what this answer is saying. Um, and I think that's really, really important. And the quicker you can learn that, and the younger you understand that, the better off you'll be. Some of us, it, it took like a long time to understand that. And there's still some adults that I see that like still haven't really learned that. Um, you see them like still sort of like operating on an external validation standpoint. Um, and again, like there's healthy levels of like wanting validation. I mean, we all have social media. We all enjoy getting likes and stuff, but there has to be an internal sense of self-assuredness 
that comes from you about you. Um, and the, the sooner you can realize that, the better off you'll be. It's, that's a really good answer. And then I had two answers that both were about the same thing. One just says, save monies. <laughs> and the other one says, save more, don't buy a car, just get an affordable house, pay it off, then F the system. Um, and I think this is also solid advice. Money is something that comes and goes. And money for me especially, it doesn't, I, like I have worked all kinds of jobs and I've worked jobs that paid minimum wage and I've worked jobs that pay really, really, really well. And it, I feel like I'm still equally as broke. Uh, so I don't know. I just like, as my, as my salary has gone up, my spending has gone up to match it. So I'm still the same level of broke, but I'm just bad with money. Um, I would offer, I would also go back and offer this advice to my younger self is be better with money, save more. Um, this is solid advice. And I wish I had started retirement savings when I was younger. Um, I only just recently started that. And I, for the first time in my life, have enough in my retirement savings um, to afford me. I could, I would have enough to retire for one week. That's how much I have in my retirement right now. I could retire for one week. Um, but it's something. It's better than nothing. It's a start. You got to start somewhere. So those were all really good responses. I was, I was happy to hear that. Um, thank you, everyone who contributed. Um, I'll ask another question on Instagram. Let's think. What's another question? I should have had something prepared. Um, if you could tell future you something, what would you tell you future you? I think that's a good question. I'll ask that on Instagram and we'll, we'll cover it on the next one. Um, but mostly I just wanted to just kind of check in with you guys and say that I'm here and I think I'm finally through the worst of it. And I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, I appreciate everyone who listens. I appreciate everyone who reached out to me. Um, Life has been crazy, but it'll all shake out in the end. I truly believe that. And in the meantime, um, I'm going to just choose happy. And I hope you choose happy with me. And we'll figure this all out together. So I'm going to wrap there. But I'll try to be back next Monday. And we can hang out again together. Thanks for hanging out. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.